Welcome to the business and financial advice show, Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly. Brought to you by Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy. Your very own group of professional peers offering instant tips, training, and business networking. Learn how to have more time and increase your income by joining Mega today. And now, here's your host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another issue of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, a podcast for and by small business owners who are trying to grow and soar higher in their business. This is done by sharing tools of the trade, tips and strategies from people who have been there, done that, with people who are wanting to get in the race. And I'm really excited today. I'm going to put on my glasses so I can read this. <laughs> I'm excited today to talk with Michael Furry. Furry, is that how you pronounce your name, Michael? It's actually a bit like Fury, like the boxer, or when you're really angry, so Fury. Okay, Fury, okay. We're talking with Michael Fury, and with over 10 years' experience working in sales and marketing, Michael has identified a need to assist business owners in learning developing and improving their sales capabilities. Having started out in a telesales role, making hundreds of calls a day, Michael is highly skilled in cold calling, online marketing, consultative selling, and closing deals. He specializes in closing business over the phone and has created millions of dollars of revenue without ever meeting customers in person. That is so cool. Michael has helped run four fast-paced growth companies and coached salespeople across a wide range of sectors, including energy, nonprofit, and charity, IT, engineering, leadership, coaching, health, and well-being, and alcoholic beverages. That is quite a lot of areas of expertise. <laughs> Welcome today, Michael. I'm so glad we're talking here today. Thanks, Nancy. And yeah, to be really clear, this is what I love about sales is actually you once you can work out sales, you don't need to be an expert in any of those sectors. You just need to understand people. So it's it's very, very straightforward, actually. So I hope, I hope you can dig into that a bit more today. And I think that's what I want to actually start out talking about. First of all, I want to say thank you so much. It's really early in the morning where Michael is. He is in Australia, and it's, what, 5 o'clock in the morning there. So I sure do appreciate your getting up and getting going with us and starting out your day. So thank you. Um, what you just said about getting to understand sales, I think is interesting and not having to be an expert in anything because so often I hear people talking about, oh, how you have to narrow your niche down and you have to be a specialist in this and that and the other thing in order to bring in the people and to get the sales. What you're saying makes it sound like that's not true. Well, look, I think it, it really comes down to um, well, what, what I'm trying to say is if you're under, selling, whether you're trying to sell a half a million dollar energy contract all the way through to selling a $20 sign up on a piece of software, 
it's fundamentally the same principles. And so if you understand the kind of core concepts behind selling, um, then I think what you'll find is actually you can traverse different sectors. Of course, you're always going to, you know, for example, the, the last one you mentioned, there was working with a brewery um, and they're selling beer, and which, by the way, if you ever get a chance to work for a brewery, I highly recommend it. It's terrifically good fun. Um, the <laughs> productivity tends to go down quickly after meetings because the beers come out. But anyway, the um, what's really lovely is, you know, you can, uh, what I do these days is I tap into people's expertise in that field, so the intricacies of beer making and how they made it and all this kind of thing. Um, and then translate that into how do you communicate that to somebody else? Because some, fundamentally what selling is, is, is about helping people work out how your product meets a need or a problem that they have in their life and that their problem or your, 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 your product, your solution um, can actually help improve their life. But often helping people work that out can be quite tricky, um, especially because people are innately skeptical and, you know, we hear about scams all the time and these things are too good to be true. And so um, communicating in a way which is a believable, um, that people can really understand it and then has them take action. That is a, um, a very powerful way to communicate. But if you can do that, then you can, yeah, you really can sell, in my view, anything in any sector because the principles are the same. Yeah. Most people, when they hear the word sales, they go, ah, <laughs> you know, cover their ears, roll Absolutely. their back of their head, and turn and run as fast as they can go. But mm. you can't really have a business unless you sell, right? You're mm. always selling in one way or yeah. another. Even if you have a sales force, you as the head of the company have to be selling. How is sales different than marketing? Sales, I think, well, sales is where, I think there's, there's, there's two real, uh, I always think there's, there's three key parts to a sales conversation, right? And this is, and so in, to answer your, your question in terms of um, how is it different from marketing, in the sales part, you're looking to have people really buy in and exchange something of value. Um, so marketing, you know, you might be able to get someone excited um, if we use a dating example, you might be wearing your nicest outfit and look really good and things like this. And, you know, you might you know, speak really well and you go on these fancy dates and you might have a nice car to pick someone up in or something like that. So that's the marketing part, right? So you're kind of like looking like an attractive opportunity. But sales is really the conversation or the, or the bit where you're trying to get them like, do you want to be my girlfriend or do you want to be my partner? You know, that's, that's the bit where, the kind of the rubber hits the road, as it were, where sales is about getting people to really take that step beyond just kind of being interested, and they start to go, okay, you're yeah, I, you're the you're the person, you're the girl, you're the woman, you're the, you're the man for me, and they're going to take that next step where they they go they go beyond, you know, put their hand in their pocket for a credit card in a sale transaction, or or they're willing to commit time and effort. And so I think that's, that would be the big difference between sales and marketing is that marketing is a very different, sorry, very similar principles again um, in terms of trying to get people interested. But what it often lacks is that real kind of like commitment um, 
And so I'm like, okay, Nancy, it's time for, you know, if you really want to, if you really believe in what we're talking about here, it's now time to take that next step. And, and that's very much what sales is. And I think that's partly where people get afraid because it's mm. hard to, to step up to somebody and say, buy my whatever, yeah. you know? It's, it's hard. How do you, what is this process that you talk about? Can you share that with us on how somebody yeah. actually gets to the point of, of asking for the sale? hundred percent. So I think the, before you get to the point of the sale, what makes getting to the sale part a lot easier is knowing it's a good fit. Okay. And so it's a bit like, imagine you walked into my shop and, you know, straight away said, do you want to buy the product? Um, you know, if, if that's what most people do, they don't tend to really work out or help the, the client work out if the product's a good fit for them. So, um, one of the thing, and this is one of the core principles of, 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 if you work in a sales role is they'll, they'll train you to qualify. Okay. And qualification is a really, it's often overlooked, probably misunderstood. And it seems kind of ridiculous because it was, well, of course everyone's interested or kind of meets these criteria, but qualifying is a chance where you take it, basically you ask some questions um, of, a, of a prospective client and they, and you're in that, you're trying to work out, can I help this person? Okay. Because fundamentally, you know, people get really scared of sales. So I was like, oh my God, what is sales? And, and especially because of a few kind of really dodgy salespeople, it's sales are beginning of quite a bad reputation, you know, for lying and kind of deceit and stuff like that. Whereas really that's not, that's not the case. You know, sales happens all the time with, you know, people love buying things. I certainly love buying things. Um, and working with someone who's really good in sales is, is really enjoyable actually. And like it's actually can save you a whole heap of time working with a really good salesperson. Um, but when it comes to, you know, if, if you just focus on you're looking to help someone, if you want to, if you're scared of asking for the business, the first thing is you've got to understand, are they the right fit? So qualifying and asking questions. So, you know, what interests you about the product? Um, why do you think it can help you? Um, what do you think it will do for you? You know, all these kind of types of questions. And, you know, if you, I used to do a lot of work in solar power. And so solar power for a business, for, for, um, for people who live in a house, it's quite an attractive prospect because it can make massively reduce your energy bills. Um, but we knew that you had to live in a certain location. You had to have a power bill over a certain size. Um, you had to own the house, not rent it. Um, and you often you had to be able to have access to credit. Okay. So those were kind of some core qualification criteria that it didn't matter how interested you were, or if you thought solar was the best thing since sliced bread, if you don't own the house, <laughs> there's no way you can, we can, we can help you. Okay. And what amateur salespeople or people who are new to selling often do is they tend to miss this really critical step of actually asking criteria so i'd say to your the people listening to this uh, nancy is have a think about what are the kind of deal breakers when it comes to your selling their product or their service what does the customer have to have it might be that they're female they're 30 or they're between 30 and 60 
and they, you know, they've just had a baby or something like that, you know. And so, okay, those core criteria, as long as they meet those, then once they pass that qualification criteria part, then you can get into the actual sales conversation. Because now you know that the person you're speaking to is not just interested, but also meets the criteria where it could actually help them. Okay, so that's a really important part. And then once you get through that part, what you'll find is actually if you're focusing on helping someone, it's like, okay, great. Well, look, they meet my criteria. It sounds like we could definitely help them. Now we're going to work out, is it going to be a really good fit for them or not? And this is where you dive into. We basically have, what I train my clients is in a three-step process when it comes to selling. The first one is your identifying, sorry, identifying the pain points. So what are the issues the customer's got? You know, how long have you had this? Or how long have you been looking to do this? Why, why now? Um, what are you looking to achieve? What's the impact of you at the moment? Um, and so I'll give you an example. I, I, uh, I work with a multitude of different clients. So I'm often asking, you know, how long have you had challenges with your sales? Um, what's the impact of that? Where, you know, how much have you spent on marketing and things? And what's your return on investment at the moment? Um, these kind of core questions, which can help me better understand um, what what they've experienced so far and basically their their background in this in this area. The the next step is once you've identified that basically their key issues, then you want to talk about where they're going. Where do they want to go? Okay, so first of all, you deal with where they're at. And then you go, okay, great. Well, look, wh where do you want to take this? Where do you see this business of yours? Or where do you see this, um, this thing going? And you talk about, okay, cool. Well, what would that look like? So what would that look like? And the key part in this second step, so this is, we call this the, the desired state. Okay, so where do they, what's the ideal state they want to get to? Is if you can get to this part, what you really want to nail it into is a, basically a dollar figure. And I'll give you an example. Um, a marketing client of mine was working with a, looking to work with a real estate company. And he's saying, okay, cool. So you've got some issues around your marketing. You want to be the number one in your sector. And the real estate company, um, he was like, okay, so where do, where do you want to take this now in the, in, the, in the desired state section? The real estate agent was like, it took him a while to get to, but fundamentally, you know, he realized that actually it was going to, if he, he wanted to be number one in his area. And if it was going to do that, it was going to cost him about two to $300,000. Um, and that would be the benefit if he, um, if he could actually achieve that goal, right? So there'd be an extra two to $300,000 worth of revenue. And that's the desire state. Okay, cool. If we can get you those sales, or if we can get you that exposure through the marketing, what would be the benefit to your company? So that's the, the desired state, okay? You're listening to the Business and Financial Advice Show. Don't wait till pigs fly with your host, Nancy Becker. There's lots more to come. Nancy and her guest will be right back. What does business success look like to you? What does business success feel like to you? What stands between you and that feeling? Business success is all about momentum. Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy will help you focus on the right things and start building that momentum. 
The Mega Group is a network of dedicated professionals. They provide focused training and excellent support as only a personal advisory group can. Learn tips, strategies, and valuable insights to unleash your productivity. Isn't it time to stop spinning your wheels? Go to don'twaittillpigsfly.com and join the Mega Group today. Radio and podcast shows are the fastest growing media of the decade. The better the sound, the better the impact you will have with your listeners. Hi, I'm Scott. I'm a producer editor for radio and podcasts. If you have your own podcast, I can help with editing, improved audio quality, your own theme music, and intros and outros. Would you like a commercial for your small business? Connect with me for a sound approach to your podcasts and commercials. My email is scott at worldwithinreach.com. Scott at worldwithinreach.com. They're big, they're shy, they're invisible, and they fly. They're always late, they never arrive. Don't wait till pigs fly. Get your business momentum in action. Let's rejoin our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. Once you've got that dollar figure, and this is in the marketing uh, situation, it was really straightforward because once that client had said, well, it would make me an extra two to $300,000 worth of cash in my business, um, there's a transition point. And once you've got those, either both the pain and the desired state identified clearly, you transition and with simply perfect. Well, that's exactly what we do. Okay, so... They talk about how I want to earn two to $300,000 and you're perfect. That's exactly what we do. And this is where you then pitch your product. Okay. We help companies achieve the exact outcomes. And when you specify what they did, so in this marketing guy, you know, real estate company, we help companies achieve two to $300,000 worth of extra revenue through their business, through our marketing services. And here's how we do that. So come right back to the start. If you know you're speaking to the right people, if you know you can help them, and if you're really clear on both what they need and where they want to go, it actually becomes very straightforward to ask for the business because it seems like it's the perfect fit. So if you're getting nervous around sales, it's probably a more of a symptom that you have a bit of a, a poor sales process than that if you actually, um, then the, the nervousness is normal and it, and it doesn't, it doesn't actually any better or worse just just it's, it's always a kind of a natural thing because you know humans are a bit strange when it comes to rejection so hopefully that answers your question that does but it it actually causes me to have another question sure. <laughs> you've got those three and they're beautiful they make perfect sense i understand them but you're by the point that you're starting that first step where you're qualifying mm you've at least gotten to where you're talking to someone that theoretically is at least interested in what you're selling, mm. correct? And mm. then it's up to you to figure out whether there's someone you want to move forward with or not. My question is, and we talked about this the other day when we were chatting, you get these calls, you get these uh, personal messages on the different social media sites that say, oh, hi, we just connected and I have this blah, 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 you know, something that I know is just perfect for you. Would you like to talk about it? 
mm. before they even know whether the person is interested, let alone qualified. Mm. How, how do you get to that? That I would consider as being the first step. It's how do you get to the point where you actually can say, let's see if we're a fit. How do you find the people? How do you start getting those discovery calls or, or talking to someone to see whether they're a fit or not? Oh, yeah. Well, I think that, that would fall very much into the, into the realm of marketing. Okay. Um, and I think this is, would be, this would be the, the key, the key difference between, um, sales, um, in its kind of purest form and marketing. So I think, so just so I'm clear, you're talking about how to, how would people generate or best way to generate, um, in leads as it were, mm -hmm. or find people who are interested. Mm -hmm. So look, I think it's it certainly, I, I tend to work in partnership with marketing organizations to make sure when we're working with clients that the, uh, the messaging is simple. Um, fundamentally, we, there's a number of different strategies we use, but again, what is the same when it comes to sales and marketing is that you, in the marketing, you're probably hypothesizing or kind of basically making it up or trying to predict what the interest or what the core issues that you can address are. So, uh, for example, if you joined a Facebook group, um, and I did this uh, quite recently myself, you join a Facebook group and you ask a question like, um, what are your top issues with managing your sales team? Or what are your major issues around marketing right now? What are your major issues around um, finding a good place to drink a beer? You know, what? And so something like that. And then what you'll find is that will attract some sort of engagement. And the people on there will start to talk about, ah, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to find a place to, you know, like there's no nice beers or there's no locally brewed, uh, brewed beers in my area. Okay, cool. And then that can give you a chance to start to engage in the conversation. So what I would say is in terms of if you've got issues finding people who you, you know, basically right at the start, right? So you can't not even get anywhere near the sales part yet is if you can um, engage, like have a think about, again, what are the core issues your business or your product addresses? And you're gonna need those down the track when it comes to the sales, and then just work all your way back up to the start here and go, okay, great. If I, what questions can I ask, which kind of would kind of attract or engage with the people who have the, yeah, have the issues which my product can solve? Yeah, I think what my, well, and that's a beautiful answer. And, and I know for myself, I'll get on uh, different Facebook groups that I'm a part of and I'll see comments made by people and right. I'll start commenting back. I'll say, oh, that's a great idea. Or how did you get that to work? Or, you know, different things like that. And we actually start to get conversations going. And eventually one or the other of us will say, well, what is it you do? What is it you offer? Yeah. And then, to that but what i was referring to was and yeah. i know i'm not the only one that gets these because i've had conversations about this say i'm on a i'm i'm on facebook and somebody says oh i want to be your friend i look at their profile they look like they're somebody i might want to know and i click yes 
and I'll write thanks for, you know, thanks for inviting to me to connect and I look forward to learning more about you. Mm. Very next thing that happens is I'll get, if I copy it over on a Word document and print it, it'll be a three-page message <laughs> that I've gotten from this person telling me all about, and this normally, is, often, I don't want to say normally, but often is direct sales in mm. some sort or another. And I'll yeah. get this huge, long description of what they do and how they do it and how it's going to help me when they don't even know whether I need mm. help or not. Mm, absolutely. Yep. And, uh, that's a form of sales. That's not marketing. They're, they've forgotten all about the marketing and gone right into sales and very poorly in my sure. opinion. Yep. How do people that that's not the right way because if I go back in and I'll say you don't even know me how can you say this is going to help me they'll go well <laughs> you know and unfriend me mm. so how do we teach people that if they really want to be good at sales they don't want to do that kind of thing <laughs> yeah well that's a that's probably, <laughs> it's a big question I, I would simply say it's easily solved this in if I ask you the question well how how much do you like that happening to you, Nancy? Oh, I hate it. Absolutely. I wouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> there you go, right? And so I think how you again, what most people what people what, yeah, what people typically miss is if you if you don't like it happening to you, it's probably unlikely that someone's gonna love it on the other side. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, and this is where to someone's defense of this, and we found this in telesales or cold calling and stuff like this, is that why it probably keeps happening is that if you do anything enough, you'll actually find people will engage. And this is what happens, is that when we work in cold calling and when I used to work a lot in telesales, um, the reason why people use, why you still get phone calls is it actually does work. Um, and if you call enough people, you do actually find interested people like that. And, and I'm sure when it comes to Facebook messages, there would be someone out there who would be like, and then the, the issue is it's, it's you're, you're playing a game of chance, right? And the odds are stacked against you. So they may have to send a thousand messages or a hundred messages to get one. Now, you've got to ask yourself as a business owner, is it worth the, the risk, right? Yeah. You know, you may get one client after a hundred messages, but if you piss off 99 people. <laughs> I was just thinking, what about the other 99? <laughs> that's right. You know, is that worth it? Now, look, if you're starting a business and that's the only option you got and you're scared of picking up the phone, well, maybe it's worth it, you know? Um, and, I, and that's not for me to... Um, you know, and, and again, for the for the one person you find, it might be like, thank God you reached out because I would never have found your product or service. And so I think that's, look, it's challenging. Sales is a really challenging world and it, and it, and it covers such a broad range of experiences. Um, and that's, and I think that's part of the, well, part of the appeal to me because it is so broad and, but yeah, it's so specialized. Um, but yeah, that, that, anyway, that's how I would, 
I would simply say that do you would you like to be approached or marketed or sold in the way you're doing it? And if people answer no to that question, then I would ask them then why are you doing that approach? That's beautiful. That makes a lot of sense. So so Michael, tell me who is the type of client that you enjoy working with if someone were listening and listening in on this podcast and said, oh man, you are exactly the type of person I want to work with. What could you do for someone and who would you want to do it for? Hmm. So we basically, what we do is we're a specialist business development company. So we help any type of business acquire more of their ideal clients at the price they want to charge. Because what we often find is that business owners will go and seek out their ideal client, but they maybe don't make enough money from that ideal client, so they compromise on price. Or it's the other way around, is they end up working with somebody else just so they can pay the bills, but they're nowhere near being an ideal client. So we help people find the ideal, more of the ideal clients that they want for the price point they really want to charge. And so that really comes down to, so the people where we find it's the best fit for us is really about people who have an interest in growing their business quickly, okay? Um, if you, you can grow your business on your own, but what we do is, you know, we help people basically catalyze or kind of quicken up that whole process. Um, and specifically, where we have the highest level of impact is that if you are getting leads and if you're able to, you know, you've got maybe you've got people in a Facebook group and they're already engaging with you, or you've got um, you've got a lead source, or you're good at advertising already. But what you're finding is that you're just not getting the level of conversion that you are after. So you might be like, you know, maybe you feel a bit like you lack confidence, or you're kind of still scared. And you know, when you're on the phone, or if you're interacting with someone, you're like, oh, but but I don't, I just I just don't know what to say. Right, that's where we find um, we we can add a lot of value really, really quickly, and get you through that. Like we can clarify exactly what you need to say, when to say it, and how to say it. Do you feel frustrated, disconnected, or unfulfilled in your relationship? If you said yes, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Anza Goodbar, intimacy coach and sex educator. Nearly 70% of all couples in the U.S. claim to be dissatisfied with their relationship. But the good news is, you don't have to be. If you're ready to open your heart to feel more connected to life, yourself, and your partner, join me and five couples at the Intrinsically Intimate Couples Retreat in Barbados. You can find out more details at www.anzagoodbar.com backslash retreats. Are you a small business owner wondering about your next step for growth and success? What if you had your own dynamic group of professional peers, a group that supports your business with fresh new ideas, beneficial training, accountability, and more? Mega, the Monthly Entrepreneur Growth Academy, is a professional peer advisory group dedicated to supporting fellow business owners. Learn about processes and strategies that will get you more time and money. When I first joined the Mega Group, I was struggling in a business that wasn't right for me. 
Now, I own a local business where I live out my passion every day. Last year, the revenue of my business tripled and we are on track to hit even bigger goals this year. The accountability and feedback of the Mega Group have been invaluable. The Mega Group can help you focus on the right things and start building momentum. Join the Mega Group today at don'twaittillpigsfly.com. Let's rejoin our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. We provide content in terms of how to overcome all these common objections like I need to think about it, I want to, I saw something a similar price, I saw something a lower price, um, I need to talk to my wife, I need to talk to my partner, I need to talk to my business, I need to talk to my dog, my God, you know, like all this stuff that you hear in, in selling too. So we provide strategies and, and train strategies as to how you can overcome those things. Um, but it also goes right back to people who may be starting out and are looking to shortcut different things. So if they're trying to get from, you know, take their business from here up to the next level is we can help them design the right um, business development strategy such that they can, you know, they've got some real market knowledge and, and, and insight as to how, what what would be typical? Um, so before they go and make any investment decisions, actually, you know, pay for a whole bunch of things. It's often better to work out your long term and your sales process and strategy, uh, so you can actually get to the destination you're after a lot quicker. And how would someone get a hold of you if they said he's who I need to talk with? Oh, this way, if you reach out to you, Nancy, and you can uh, pass through my contact details, or if you just go on to 24, so 24 hour salescoach.com, so 24 hour salescoach.com, and you can link, uh, link straight into my Facebook or just leave a message through that platform and we can connect from there. Okay, wonderful. What have we not talked about that you think is really important and needs to be addressed today? <laughs> Look, I think um, what I'd love to leave people with is that sales doesn't need to be scary. Sales doesn't have to be um, a dirty word. And where, where I'd actually love people to start having another look at is considering that sales is actually just a, it's one of the purest forms of helping people. And if you consider um, we're all natural salespeople. You know, we're taught as a, as a young age, like we're, we all want to help other people. You know, if you see someone in the street, you fall over or something like that. It's very rare that you either walk past or you push them to try, you know, further have them fall. What you, you know, what you're naturally innately go to is you go to help them pick up or, you know, um, and get them to where they want to go or back in the right place. And so sales is very much like that. Sales done well is about helping people find a solution to a problem they have, whether that be, as I said, you know, um, an energy contract, uh, finding the right beer, you know, it's about meeting a need. And that's what I love. Like is sales done really nicely and, and done well is the most, one of the most enjoyable things I think you can do because there's a real buzz when someone does take action and they do buy into your vision, do buy into your product, do buy into like your dream, there's something like, oh my God, this is so exciting. And it's a real, I don't know any other industry 
or any other at least job where it's that exciting where you're getting people to basically take action and change their life in some way um and that's where if people can just you may have a view around sales and you may think it's this or it's slimy or whatever it might be for you or scary but if you're just thinking okay cool well what if you can thought if you took a look at sales as just being a way to help someone help someone find a solution find a need and all your job is then is to work out can you help this person and how can you do that best um and that for me if um feel like that's the one thing that's like the kind of underlying thing when it comes to sales is people get all a bit kind of screwed up about it in terms of either the pressure of actually converting um, rather than just coming like all you're trying to do is you're just trying to help someone find a solution or resolve a need that they've got. Yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of thoughts popped into my head while you were talking. One of them is I get goosebumps when I think about being able to actually help someone and to have them have a, an aha moment and say, oh, I get that now. I can do that. There's nothing I want, you know, I want to hire you to help me with more. There's nothing more exciting than that kind of a feeling. But when you go up and say, oh, you, you don't really want to buy this from me, do you? <laughs> You know, that's the, that's the kind of reaction that a lot of time happens. And I know there's a, a quote on, I'm paraphrasing it, but it's got, it says something like, um, don't sell, help. And, mm. and I think that's a beautiful kind of a quote and exactly what you're saying. So I think that is a wonderful um, sentiment to leave us with today and so i want to thank you so much for talking with us for anyone who's listening um you heard that michael said you can reach him at the number 24hoursalescoach.com and i highly recommend that if you're looking for ways to help your sales uh, you talk with him and see if there's something that he can do for you. You know, he, it's it's all about making those cash registers ring, and I'm sure he can help you with it. If you've enjoyed today's talk, please like us, uh, share us with your friends and colleagues, download these episodes, and remember you can hear us on Thursday evenings at 5 o'clock at www.don'twaittillpigsfly.com. If you have any questions or would like to have a specific topic shared in the future, let me know. And until then, I will say goodbye and keep you all productive and soaring higher. Y'all take care and have a great evening. Talk soon. Bye-bye. That's our show for today. We'd like to extend special thanks to our great guest, our sponsors, and our wonderful listeners. Today's show was produced by Scott Card. To find more of Nancy's podcasts and our sponsors, go to don'twaittillpigsfly.com. Don't wait till pigs fly. Dot com.